0: Commentary, technology,
1: preparedness, and pop culture from Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one, and I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore
0: today's issues with opposing viewpoints
1: and feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We
0: may see things differently,
1: but at the end, this is still, still love, love you, bro. bro. Nailed it,
0: man. It feels like we've uh, we've been a while, even though we really haven't. I, I know. know. I guess there's just been a lot going on um, with uh, with all the things. Yeah, it's all the things in
1: life. It's been a busy week for me as well. Um, I'm just kind of glad to be here for therapy again.
0: Yeah, back into therapy we are.
1: Yes. I hope our listeners are doing well. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the comments that we've been getting, uh, especially on Alan with the Nashville retrospect. I was yeah. really, uh, really tickled with that episode. I'm that, a, that I'm a was, news junkie. I
0: think that was my favorite episode so far. I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, we had, yeah. some, had some good, uh, good, really cool, um, stories and tactics but we also had like uh some good comedic breaks in there too i think which worked worked out pretty well
1: yeah and I we're definitely gonna have him back we're we're in discussions on um perhaps having him for a monthly or you know every two months just come on the show and share some news with us but uh be sure to check out their their facebook and their website there's a lot of neat stuff on there and i i didn't lie remember when i said i'm going to consume these after we recorded that podcast with him, I went inside and I was up to four a.m. I read every bit of those papers, and then I got hooked and I went to the website and started reading those and then went oh, and watched his podcast. I mean, it you're was, addicted. It, I, I was addicted. It's just neat stuff. I like that's
0: that's the thing I really was disappointed with about the whole situation with the National Retrospect is that you know I feel like if if people were able to discover it, it would have been a whole lot um, a whole lot more successful. But it was just one of those things where. What what song is that? Is that Lady Antebellum? Funny when you're dead, people start listening. That line in that country song. I guess you guys wouldn't know, would you? <laughs> I would not
2: know. I wouldn't yeah. know that. Sorry. Hey, Chloe's here, by
0: the way. Hello, oh, hey, Chloe.
2: I'm oh. always here now. She is. Hey, Chloe. She's here I here am.
0: Forever and ever, amen.
1: She lives here in the studio. Mm-hmm. She's a little hot. Yes. Yep.
2: Yeah. I sleep in the back.
1: We joked about that one time, but now she's here. That's next. true. I sleep true.
2: in the back next to the bongos. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's the banging noise I hear at night. Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's not your ghost, it's just me.
1: Perfect. So Jess, what do you have?
0: I actually have a couple of articles today. Um one of them I'm not sure what
1: order to take this in. I
0: think I'm I think I'm going to take it in in the uh the hilarity order first.
1: They say just throw it against the wall and see what sticks. True.
0: Um well, everyone probably is a, is a aware that our president sometimes has some interesting gaffes and uh Especially among conservatives, it's quite a joke that he is actually not, um, you know, doing his own talking points. And, you know, he's just reading a list that was given to him. But this, um, this actually is a little bit of proof for that. (laughs) Um, Biden actually, uh, at this press conference, um, he said, I'll take your questions as usual. Folks, they give me a list of people I'm going to call on. He said that at a a news conference. Um, He then pulls out a list and uh he starts saying things like um uh, what uh, what happened uh, and he reads something and it's what i did and then he reads a whole nother sentence what i did it's it, i can picture it on the piece of paper what i did colon. it's like just showing him outlining what is. and there's video of him doing this i wish we could pull up a uh, like a a, a soundbite but i didn't think about that ahead of time maybe next time but um it is it it's um hilarious but it's also quite worrying that that <laughs> sometimes he, but, it seems like he's got his stuff together but sometimes he seems so absent minded i'm afraid he act, you know he has like dementia or something you
1: know he's the president of the free world i'm sure it's stressful no that's okay that's one way to say it
0: but i, I don't know i i've never seen a president that is, reads is, word for word their right,
1: teleprompter
0: read exactly reads the quiet part <laughs> you know the one that you're not supposed
1: to say my fellow americans yeah. pause yeah exactly two seconds <laughs>
0: answer wow. this question so and so so yeah it's like uh, Anyway, um, but uh, in that light, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was hilarious when I heard it. Uh, I am about to go and say um, at least you either Joe Biden or whoever is telling him what his policy is going to be, no matter what you believe, one of those things is true. Um, he is actually going to sign an executive order that um, orders the FTC to create right-to-repair rules. And this is something that I have been following and fighting for as best as I can, at least when I was on social media, um, for a very long time. Um, there's several YouTubers that point out a lot of problems, how Apple, uh, constantly makes its products harder to repair and makes its products incompatible with, um, third party, um, replacement parts and stuff like that. For example, you know, if you were to take your brand new iPhone to a repair shop to get the, uh. Um, the screen replaced, the fingerprint sen- sensor will not work. And they say it's because of security reasons, but what thief is going to swap out the freaking fingerprint sensor in, in order to gain access? I mean, I suppose it's theoretically possible. I but, don't
1: even think it's theoretically possible. I mean, that's just an input. Yeah, so You still have to have the phone to process it. It's not like you can swap out to a fingerprint reader that just magically sends the right fingerprint. Yeah,
0: the screen has like a special chip in it that has an, a unique identifier, and it has to be paired with a motherboard upon manufacturing. I mean that that's 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 no that's nothing other than trying to make it harder to repair. I mean Apple, all they do when either they have the uh, the software or the uh, hardware to access the iPhone's motherboard outside of its normal operating system and rewrite what uh, hardware item it's paired to, um, but they won't release it. They won't release schematics. They don't release anything, and they they uh, they try to go after Chinese manufacturers. I know. I Jess is over here fighting for Chinese manufacturers. No. But they're, they're going after other manufacturers that are producing replacement parts because Apple sure. will not sell them. Um, there was an uh, incident for a while. Uh, the new Apple iMac Pro or whatever, they came out. Uh, they set it up to where in order to repair that, uh, an Apple store has to have a, a certain special certified um, uh, Pro repair person that's certified by Apple. But after they, but they released the product before they pushed out that training program th- for their employees. So if someone broke their Apple uh, iMac Pro and took it to a repair shop, they said, well, I'm sorry, we can't repair it, but we, you can buy a replacement. And well, wait a second, this is an Apple-certified repair shop. Well, they haven't pushed out the training yet. We're not allowed to repair those.
1: Wow. So You know, this thing is not new with cell phones. This has been going on in the printer world for a long time. Yeah, it's no just kidding. not a big deal and I ran across this the other day where if you have a laser printer or a bubble jet or inkjet printer at home, you typically don't buy the manufacturer's cartridges. You buy, you know, generic ones from Amazon. I do the same thing, same thing with laser printers, right? you can buy, you know, for a third of the cost, you can buy a remanufactured toner because all that is, is just a container with ink and a chip. Well, that chip is what makes a difference. And a lot of printer manufacturers, um, will update their firmware and I'm using air quotes here. And all that firmware does is make it so that the chips on these generic cartridges won't print. Mm, There's yeah. nothing that your printer needs to update to make it print any better. It won't print darker or lighter. It won't print clearer with a firmware update. So if you have an inkjet printer or laser jet printer and you use remanufactured cartridges, never do the firmware updates because that will break, um, Your usage of those cartridges. I ran into a, you know, I had a customer who had a a very important laser printer and uh, the service tech came and, you know, serviced it, put rollers on it and did a firmware update. And now, you know, the 15 generic cartridges that were in stock no longer work. And so now you got to go find a, um, you know, an actual genuine toner until the people that made the generic cartridge now makes a new chip to put in their toners to bypass that. Fr- it's, a, it's a it's a constant battle, but printer manufacturers are probably the world's worst at doing that.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And it, and it really is because of uh, the way they do their business model. It, printer manufacturers, they lose money when you buy a printer. Sure. Printers are stupid cheap because they have to be. Uh, no one is going to buy a printer for its actual manufacturing cost, let alone if they try to make a profit on them. So how they make their money is in the ink products, which are stupid cheap but they sell at ridiculous margins, and in order to secure those margins from generic manufacturers, they put in that little chip that you were talking about. That all it does is give an ID, and it gives maybe 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 it even gives an ink level, but most of the time not. Most of the time, ink level is taken by some sort of optical sensor or something within the printer itself, and, and that's it. it. All this thing does is says, "Hey, I'm a I'm a real um, ink." cartridge or I'm a fake ink cartridge. Yep. And a lot of that is also wasted space inside there. It looks like a big ink cartridge, but there's some oh, sort of dead space that, you know, makes it hold less ink. Absolutely. So, And it, it, you know what? It really is up to a printer manufacturer to break the market and say, well, we're going to, I think someone's already done that, right? They sell some printer that has an ink well or something. Have you seen those? Yes. Uh, yeah. it's,
1: and I've seen several with an external ink uh, container and actually a lot of inkjets now you can upgrade. So you take it out and you have to cut part of the top off, but you can attach a hose to the feeder and have mm-hmm. external. I've seen some aftermarket ones, but now they're making printers, especially for the the print design world, where you you just have external ink.
0: Right, and it's right more profitable for them to to pay that additional cost for the printer. Up front than to continuously pay for more and more
1: ink. Yeah, because ink um, is cheap. I yeah. mean, no matter how you look yeah, at it. Absolutely. So
2: you know, going back to like Apple, I don't know if either of you had the great experience of having your phone looked at by an Apple person in an Apple store. A genius bar employee. A genius bar employee, <laughs> yes. Um yeah, I've done this several times because I have I have a MacBook and then I also have I have a MacBook, I have the desktop, and I have a phone. So I have and I have an iPad. So I have a lot.
1: Steve of- Jobs owns you. I know. All right,
0: Chris. But you're I not that far it. off, so don't get too so, cocky. So
2: but um my point was that there's a lot of times when you go in, you're like, hey, my phone, the spot on my screen won't let me touch it. Or um one time I had to go in because my memory on my MacBook, like even if I deleted things, it would not give me more memory. And they go take it to the back. They're like, We'll to we'll go take it to the back really quick and go look at it. And I just don't know if it's just that they take it back and then just set it on a table and stare at it. And they're like, okay, we're just going to tell her that her warranty is a day late. I've had that happen every time. Not that they come back and they go, oh, you know, your Apple account says that your warranty is one day late. It, it expired yesterday or it expired a week ago. You've had twice where that happened. Yes.
0: that's uh, And they're like, so we can't
2: fix it without charging you for it. And I'm like, okay, then I'm wow. going to go back to the place I bought my phone at. But I thought I would get help from you because you're like, geniuses you literally call yourself geniuses yeah geniuses But yeah it's crazy because like even yesterday i had the experience of um i guess yesterday uh tiktok had a like malfunction and like you couldn't see all the videos said they had zero hearts or zero views and like all this stuff for like five minutes. You couldn't see anybody's usernames and stuff, and it wouldn't let you save anything. And so oh, I bet thought, a lot
1: of kids freaked out.
2: Well, I thought it was mm. because I haven't updated my phone in forever. And Apple just did this huge phone update um, a couple of days ago or weeks ago that had a lot of new features and stuff on it. So I was like, okay, I guess it's time to finally give in an update. So I updated my phone. Not a big deal. It took like 20 minutes, whatever. The biggest issue was once I updated my phone, I I have an Apple Watch and I had to update my Apple Watch. And my Apple Watch doesn't have any storage on it left. And I don't know how to fix this problem because they don't tell you how to fix this problem. I'm sure people listening will be like, it's not that hard.
1: Well but, oh you, you know, can't pair your phone because so the it Apple Watch isn't not updated. It enough.
2: made me try to update it and it continued to fail. It kept telling me that the update was gonna take like twenty-two hours, which was this was at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I did not know this when I started this adventure because I would have just left it when I went to sleep. But then like I left it. I even went to the grocery store and left my phone there so that the phone would continue to update the watch. And I came back an hour and a half later and the watch update had stopped. That was the third time I had tried to update it. And so finally it let me skip the update and just pair my watch. So my watch is still not updated, which is fine with me. I don't use my watch all that much. I use it for more medical than I do for anything. But still, like, they were trying to get me to update it, and it did not work.
0: Well, the thing with Apple is is they've got—their they, products are really great, especially for graphic design and stuff like that. Yes. There's no disputing that. Their products are fantastic. It's the ecosystem. Right. It, you get stuck in it, and it's fine. If it, if it works for you, it works for you. But if you want to do anything else, like— one of the things that made me really mad with Apple one time was they, they had disabled support for 32-bit applications and in the latest iOS update. So I was trying to install something on Chloe's Mac for something we were trying to do, and it wouldn't work because it was a 32-bit application. There's a lot of legacy applications that we still want to use, but because Apple has just arbitrarily decided it's not, no longer going to accept 32-bit instruction, it's just not going to work.
2: I was going to say, there's also the thing where they don't like, like you just said, it's it's great graphic design. It's also great video and, and different. They're clean.
0: They're nice looking. They work really well when they work But well.
2: they only want to work with their own products. They don't want to work with anything else. So I was trained in high school. I was in an animation program. So we were trained in After Effects and Adobe and all this stuff. And now when you do special effects and After Effects, you can see it in After Effects, but if you export it from After Effects and let's say you put the file on your desktop and you open it, it will not play the movie file because Apple does not support that type of movie file that's exported from Adobe um, After Effects. And so you have to take that file, put it into Final Cut or iMovie, that's a Apple product, spit that out, and then that's your file. Mm. But I also did hear that that was that was a genuine mistake that they did something and did not realize that that was the effect that it was going to have and that they are trying to fix it.
0: Well, I mean, they tie in a lot of stuff with, I mean, they're big, that's a big company, um, Adobe. So it's, it's kind of rough to hear that that started to become incompatible, but obviously they're going to want to fix that. But anyway, back to what, back to the actual matter at hand. I do love Apple. Um, if anybody didn't get that. We, uh, with right to repair, this is hopefully going to allow, um, a a larger growth in the business model of repair shop for apple products um it's going to hopefully not only that oh i was trying i was going to say but we got on an apple um binge here um another thing that it's going to affect is actually farmers uh farmers who own these gigantic combines from john deere um john deere has been jumping into the computerized world and computerizing a lot of their farming equipment for a while because it makes them more efficient. You know, you can jump in a combine. That's the thing that goes and, like, picks up crops and sows stuff and, and all that giant vehicle. And you can just say, I want it to do this pattern, and it doesn't. All you have to do is set and monitor it.
1: Um do you get that from FarmersOnly.com? dot com I
2: feel like I like farming is the one thing that should not be technological. No, that's not true. It's very it. precise. It's, I yeah. know, but that's like the last thing you would think something would like that would be used for. But it.
1: technology has overtaken everything. And I know people that have big farms. I know yeah. somebody has a, a, a GPS controlled tractor. Yeah. And it's nice when you're plowing these fields because it's more efficient. So that's you're saving crazy. time, you're making more money. But you For have a a layer yeah. of complicity in, in your farming.
0: For massive agriculture, these things are critical. And the problem has started becoming, this was like, this was developing back in like 2016. I remember watching some sort of, or reading an article about it. I think a few years later, there's a video documentary. These um, gigantic combines, they're like, you know, they're he- tons upon tons upon tons of vehicle. And they you don't just drive them on the road because they're so big. You have to take them to an authorized John Deere dealer to have anything done to it. If you swap out a part or replace something that's broken, the the combine will refuse to run because it's not it was not um, officially updated or there there wasn't an authorized service action or it's it's essentially a computer in there is saying well someone switched out a part and it was not authorized so it's not going to let it run. It's it's like a Tesla but for farming. That's you know? what I was gonna say. So,
2: I saw a lady today was talking about how for her Tesla windshield it got cracked and she like called other windshield companies and they would not they didn't have the mm-hmm. proper things to replace it and Tesla charged her she had to wait a week to get an appointment and they charged her like a thousand to two thousand dollars for it.
0: Yeah, so the thing with the tractor is not only do they have to take it to an authorized dealer, but they gotta transport it there. They gotta hire a semi truck. To put this thing on there, transport it to an authorized dealer, pay whatever exuberant price they do because they have a cornered market, and then get it back home and pay for that transport too. So it's ridiculous. So these these uh, there was a bunch of farmers who decided to try to hack the firmware of these tractors to get it to be you know acceptable to the to the repairs. Uh, but we're talking about like replacing brakes sensors and like and like um, and you know O two sensors, something something simple that would be easy to do on a car. Uh, but on this, it it breaks the whole thing. It's completely unreasonable, and all it is is they're making profit off of those service things, and that, sure. that business model needs to stop, in my
1: opinion. Well, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts on the, uh, as far as it goes with mobile phones or really any manufacturer, if I make a product and I'm going to provide a warranty for that product for a year, I want to be the one to make repairs because it's my product, I know it, and I have to, I have to guarantee that that works with no... Um, malfunction for the remainder of this time, so if I make a product i want to I want it to be repaired under warranty in my shop. However, when that 's over, even though I charge for out of warranty repairs, you should absolutely have the right to have that repaired anyway
0: and it needs to be there needs to be accessibility to software to debug it to to test things they need to have diagrams released there need to be the parts need not to be inaccessible. Apple will not sell replacement parts. Sure. They have and to if get they're worried places. about
1: losing that business, then they need to take the the cost down of of having that repaired. Sure, I mean the people. The reason they that you need get to be competitive. After more, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can uh, if you can go get the, the a screen repaired for thirty bucks compared yeah. to a hundred from Apple, what do you think people are going to do? And so, I'm
0: fine with if it if it voids my warranty, then that's fine. I don't I don't I don't have any problem with the manufacturer voiding a warranty because you took it to a third party repair. That makes sense. Right, it's it's their insurance policy. Manufacturer, the repair shop could have messed something up. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, is that it, it there should not be this unfair, anti-competitive practice for the repair market with these products, because that is a market. You know, repairing electronics is a huge market. And Apple is so anti-competitive in that in that regard. They've been lobbying millions of dollars to stop the right to repair movement, and they've been successful so far. But apparently, Joe Biden to the rescue, uh, and. This will be the probably one of the only times I say it, but kudos Joe Biden. I agree with you. Great job.
1: <laughs> you you heard it here, and that's all, folks. Jesse finally likes o- <laughs> likes Biden. Did
2: you uh, almost say Obama?
1: I did. Oh wow, you caught that.
2: Thanks, Obama. Just. Jesse's chair just sunk to the floor. That was the second time it
0: happened. Unfortunately, the first time was uh, in the Natural Retrospect podcast right in the middle of a serious discussion. All of a sudden, I look over and Jesse's like like slowly going towards the floor. That was
2: (laughs) the chair that was in my office when I was a GA. I, I I told my boss, I said, if somebody else comes in, they have to have that chair. They can't get a new chair. You nice. didn't let me get it. just get kept anyone. sinking. That's yes. funny. I had to sit on it in a certain way, and the wheel would fall off if you sat on it a certain way.
1: Well, I'm not going to tell anybody this, but next show I'm going to put one of those little um, horn things underneath it so when it does slowly go down, mm-hmm. it goes, in the middle of the show. So everyone Ark. knows
2: what's yeah. happening. Everybody will know. Off. Yep.
1: Well, Chris, you got something for us today? I do. I have... Um, somebody suggested this segment, and we're going to give it a try. And I like funny stories. I like unique news stories and, and not being serious sometimes. So today... We're trying a new th- series called That's Methed Up. Yay. That's Methed Up? <laughs> That's Methed Up. Ooh. Uh, that sounds I like it. fun. It's not going to be all about meth, but we're gonna we're going to go over some interesting stories, and I'm going to tell you a topic. You can give me your initial reaction, and then I'll tell you the rest of the story. This is an old one, but it ties right in. In 2019 in Pennsylvania, a man wakes up and found a stranger sleeping on his kitchen floor. And he was... The stranger was surrounded by, like, torn up sanitary napkins. Okay. Initial thoughts?
2: Were the napkins clean?
1: They were sanitary.
2: Okay. (laughs) So... it doesn't mean that they... Sanitary napkins? Something could have happened that they...
1: Sanitary napkins. The homeowner in the the police report reported that it appears somebody has eaten some of my craft cereal. Crave cereal, sorry.
0: That's a good cereal. Yes.
1: And when he went to bed... All of his windows and doors were locked. When he woke up in the morning, his door was open. There was a man sleeping on his floor, and his Crave cereal is missing. Well, obviously, the man ate the Crave cereal. Um,
2: yeah, but how did he How did he get
1: in? Seems cut and dry, right?
2: Yeah, no. seems pretty cut and dry. I don't know how he got in. It's confusing.
1: I know. Next headline, Minnesota police... What,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. That's it? What wait, do you mean wait, next headline?
0: What? what do you mean next headline?
1: We're You're moving gonna- on. That's it? As exciting as that was, that was it. They, the that police, was the whole story? Yeah, the man admitted that he was using meth, but he couldn't explain how or why he, he got, got into in the house. Wow. Yeah. And they did wow. not put. And the police report is missing the fact that the wow. Crave cereal, cereal was, was missing. missing.
0: Yep. Wow. That's, That's
2: the b- most important part of that they story. They need to
0: find that officer and fi- and ask him why he re- he did not report that. That is That's crazy. Very suspicious. Maybe yeah. the officer took the Crave cereal.
1: Maybe. Yeah. In Minnesota... Police accuse those who take free books to be thieves. Um,
2: They're free. Right. Wait, but well,
0: wait, 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 wait. Is this, is this like one of those things where there's a sign that this is free books, and yep. then someone goes in there with like duffel bags and gets as many possible books as they can, and then they go sell them to get math.
1: Very similar. The Ooh. Bloomington Police Department in Minnesota received a backlash after posting on social media about theft from a local, quote, little free library, which... This is a community donation. Is that, that library. little
2: like thing where it's like a little like bookshelf thing outside? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. You, you That's what I a, thought. Yeah, it's like
1: yeah, the it's little supposed penny to be like thing. you
2: take a book and then and you, you bring one. one back. Yeah.
1: Like at the cash registers, I love like those need a penny, things. take a penny, yeah. got a penny, give a penny. Yeah. Um and they posted that people were stealing from them. What's interesting is that the the Little Free Library is actually kind of a nonprofit organization that I found, and there's a hundred thousand of these little book repositories oh, wow. around the country that That's are great. out there. So the report did not say how many you have to take in order to be a thief.
0: Interesting. So do we have a number? How many was taken?
1: No, it didn't say.
0: Oh, so it's just But
2: the, Well, then there's probably not very, like, they probably can't take very good records of that.
1: How do you know? I mean, I know. it's sitting out nowhere. You don't know if somebody you okay. know, brought one or Alright, right, all alright, alright. Where does meth tie into this? It's just the segment name. Oh. It's uh, not see, gonna I always expect, reference meth. I expect everything to be meth.
2: No. That's that was my expectation as Could well. Could be.
1: You gotta be on meth to tell somebody they're stealing from a free library.
2: I
0: disagree. I think I think um, <laughs> oh my goodness. I think if you steal from a free library, I mean it's certainly possible. There
2: was a time, this this also relates to this story. So we had this like when I was a kid, we had this plastic Winnie the Pooh slide, like really tiny. And my mom decided when my brother and sister grew out of it, she was like, I'm just gonna put this by the curb to have the dumpster take it. And when we got back home, it was gone. And so she's like, oh, somebody must have just taken it. And we drove down the road the next day. It was like five houses down. They had our Winnie the Pooh slide like in their front yard with their kids playing on it. Nice. And my mom was mad. She was like, what the heck? Why do they have our slide? I'm like, you literally left it there. Yeah. Like, anybody could take it, and we would drive by, and that whole week they had it outside, and my mom was just livid. And Why? I was just like, but, like, it's not stealing, it's not taking, like, you put it out there for free.
1: Why do you have to be mad? One w- I mean, Chloe's trash is another yeah. person's treasure. Absolutely. Yes. This one is local, my next one. Okay. A Tennessee woman sues the state after the state officials deem her vanity license plate was offensive, and the license plate was the number six, the number nine, P W N D U, sixty nine, pwned you. If you know those references, that's a
0: video game thing. It is a gamer Um, thing.
1: And she had had this license plate for a decade, and Tennessee at one point decided recently that they would take it away because it's offensive. I believe it's because of the sixty nine and the reference to owned you. However, the uh, attorneys uh, that are representing her posted that Miss Gilliam. Originally purchased a plate only to celebrate her interests in astronomy and gaming. Astronomy? Astronomy.
0: Okay. I don't know
1: the astronomy reference. Do you in, have any information yes. on that? All right. What happened in 1969 related to space?
2: We landed on the moon.
1: Exactly. So apparently, wow. decades ago, she thought, oh, I'm gonna celebrate the landing of the moon. So six nine and then pawned you because game Ripper totally sounds like <laughs> bovine scatology to I me. Love it,
2: wait, it. Is this a current o- lawsuit? Like yes. is this actually happening right it now? Is. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Is this real or is the lawyer just trying to make an excuse?
1: They, you know, I am not going to comment on her, her litigation. Well, but here's the thing. This is a real story. And that is the answer this that is, the attorney submitted. This is submitted. an active is lawsuit right now.
0: Yes. See, here's the thing with that. Like you have to, this is a great lawsuit because let's say that I say something or have something on my license plate and then 10 years later, they think that thing is offensive. Yep. So they remove it. But that's not what I'm expressing. I'm not expressing it for that reason. So I guess this lawsuit is going to really decide. Let's be real though. But I we know, know why I know she got it. But. I know, but it's such a it's such a obscure reference. Sure. Like the whole idea of of um vulgar license plates being banned. Is stuff that kids would see and say, Oh, mommy, what's that? And yeah. they say
1: the F word. There's no kid that knows pwned you or 69. I mean, 69.
0: Well, I mean honestly, if they're playing
1: games, but they would
2: they would laugh. Well, that's yeah, what I was absolutely. about to say. A lot of younger kids like they know this already. 69 is just a number. They don't know any other reference to right. it. So yeah, if they're older, then yes, they're gonna know what that and means. This but,
0: lady could but be. then they already know. She it's, could have been
1: 69 years old when she true. got the tag. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: There's all kinds of other reasons behind it, and and that goes back to like in there's a thing in constitutional law that I that I ran across back in college and it was um what is it called it's it's like um not vulgar um but there's a definition for w- verbiage that is intended to be like um innuendo offensive yeah like it, actual vulgar language stuff you can't say on the radio um so uh, there's like some comedy segment that's like the seven Seven words you can never say on the radio or something like that. Right. And we can't say it on here either. But um but there's there's a set of words for that. And that's that's slowly been laxed over the years as society has changed. But the fact that a government is saying you cannot Speak this way, you cannot express yourself in this way because we deem it offensive. Is very interesting. So I'd, I'd like to see the, uh, no the outcome more, of the lawsuit.
2: No more sixty nines on license plates. No, yeah. we oh, have to remove
0: all sixty nines. Uh, yeah, ninety sixes, they're well. both
2: the same thing. So it's like Yeah
0: I guarantee you. I mean, what are they? What is this? They going to argue that the sixty nine part is offensive? So are they going to remove all license plates that have the number sixty nine on them? Absolutely. This
1: is going to be very interesting to watch. Wow, it, this is really. And interesting. I don't know if it's a combination of the fact that it's sixty nine or the reference of owning someone, but we'll see. Well, pwn is not own. Pwn okay. is like got you. Yeah. Like you're playing a game and you like destroy of, somebody. Yeah. you owned. Them. I don't. I don't think. I don't think of pwned, but p poned. Right. We know that because yeah. we have common sense, and our listeners have common sense, but. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's so they're going to tie it to some
0: racism thing. Listen oh yeah. here, listen here. Ugh. People
2: are stupid. If you haven't figured that out, I'm sorry to let you know. Some people are just stupid, and it's just it is. I have moments like that too. But like, people are just dumb.
1: Yeah, we get the reference. So uh, Miss Gilliam is is uh, going to go to court. Um, and it's a state, it's a state government. They may settle, but this is this is I really one to watch. I
0: really hope if they obviously. It, it it's likely to me that the, uh, that the government, the state of Tennessee will win. I really hope that they take it to the Supreme court because it'd be very interesting to see what that outcome is.
1: Absolutely. It'll set a precedence.
0: I doubt the Supreme court will take it up though. <laughs> yeah. I, so.
1: Yeah. So my last one, I, I've got two more, but um, I'm only going to do one. Emergency crew rescues sex doll after mistaking it for a drowning woman. <laughs> The, Uh. later in the headline, Twitter issued an SOS, save our sex doll.
2: Wouldn't that be an SOS-D?
1: Yes, it would. (laughs) They left off a letter that that wasn't as funny as they thought it was. A team of emergency rescue divers were confrazzled after responding to the scene of a nude drowning woman, what was reported when they called. Oh, man. Only to discover that it was a floating life-size sex
0: doll. You know... That the person that set that sex doll a sale was the one to call 911.
1: That well, has to turns be. Turns out it. it wasn't. Really? The person that called, uh, I don't even know if it's 911 here, but a YouTuber named Natsuki Tanaka chronicled the daring rescue. Uh, she thought that she was witnessing a real life rescue. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so oh she was gosh. she was posting it to social media. In all seriousness, <laughs> we've got a, a a nude lady drowning. Oh no! And this is off the, the northeast coast of Japan, so the oh, culture is very interesting no. anyway. But she's chronicling this on on Twitter. I imagine she's a YouTube uh, uh, content creator. But I, the, the article referenced Twitter. But she's posting this as so. Imagine their shock when they like start CPR. And it's, not, they actually, it's unresponsive. So no wait, they don't. So question, No they don't actually wait, start CPR.
2: Question because it's in Japan, that's what you just said, correct? Yes. So is this like a very lifelike one? Because they have very lifelike ones there. Not saying I know a lot about that. Oh, really?
0: I'm thinking it's like a blow up.
2: No, that's what I was thinking. But then he said the five dollar
1: special. No, this was probably like like like
2: full hair, full like. Someone's actually going
0: to recover this thing because they probably got a a freaking loan on it. It sounds like if it was that realistic, they started doing CPR. Are you (laughs) kidding me? They actually did CPR. I'm still so
2: not breathing.
0: The
1: report. Her didn't mouth is say, still open,
2: but she's not breathing. <laughs> right.
1: We've oh. we're flatlined here. They, it didn't say that they did CPR, oh, but funny. can you imagine oh. their their no, response? They, I would imagine they when they finally have. got her her out of the lake or river or whatever, that they realized obviously what it was.
2: I would hope so. She didn't have real skin, so that would ima- be an issue.
1: Imagine, like, you know, the, the Japanese people, wherever wherever this YouTuber streams, like Gathered around the TV with their family, like watching this daring rescue live on TV.
2: Jess's chair just sunk down again as you we were talking about this daring rescue of Angela the sex doll.
0: Yes. We had to take a pause because everyone was laughing <laughs> that's so hard. So funny.
2: To,
1: yeah, that's you know it's I a,
2: just can't that that's hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah. That we're all going to risk our lives diving into this lake, and it just turns all out to be a fake aside, person.
0: Though, like that is that's pretty, that's pretty bad because it's not not just a waste of resources, but it's dangerous because sure,
1: and we we don't know if it was intentionally like yeah. you know floated or if somebody was just done with it. and well, also, dispatched it off it, the bridge. The
2: first thought I had was maybe a person was intoxicated, and that's how that ended up there. Sure, that seems like what an intoxicated person.
1: What would do. disturbs me though is like somebody carried a lifelike looking person to a river and threw it in and nobody thought anything about it. You know, if, maybe maybe
2: they went swimming. Maybe it
1: wasn't
0: intentional. Maybe it was an accidental release, you know? Like maybe they well, they were maybe they had one of those like poolside, you know, lakeside, whatever, ocean side, I guess in Japan. Like little, little sea pools or whatever, like the, the infinite infinity yeah. pools. And they've got a little, you know, they're having a little the bit of fun. The like
1: dawn slipped right out well, of the grip. Well,
0: think about it. It's probably buoyant. So if it was underwater, it maybe shot up like a freaking. Maybe you ever like, like pushed a floaty underwater and it shoots yeah. up out of there? air? It shot up and dove right into the ocean. And boom.
1: that is possible.
2: <laughs> so somebody just well, saw
1: a naked lady diving into the water.
2: There's also the fact that like there's people. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there are people on. A show called My Strange Addiction. And like, there's people that have relationships with roller coasters and cars and all these other things. And so this could have been one of those situations where I'm having a relationship with this doll. And we're going to go have our vacation because I love her. Angela the doll.
1: And and I lost her off the side of the boat. Oh, no. She what? fell.
2: How
0: tragic. How absolutely tragic.
1: Yeah. The the last one, uh you know, I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I just Please do I, I'm just wanna tie it Is in. Is it better uh, than that one? I don't know. A magnetic weight loss device prevents the mouth from opening more than two centimeters. I
2: saw that.
1: Yes. You're serious? These yes. are yes. Researchers this was developed by researchers from the UK and, and New Zealand. They got together and designed this device. It uses magnets and like a custom locking bolt and they fit it to the upper and lower teeth on the mm-hmm. back. And it prevents you from opening your mouth wide enough to eat solid foods.
2: But you can still talk.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a torture. Method. It
2: looks like it almost looks like braces, but it's just for two. Like it's <laughs> four together. things. Yeah, and your back teeth. And I saw that. I was like, "How the heck? Like, I don't understand. I, I don't even, get it." Listen, you have to. What your if orthodontist
0: you, does not want you to know.
2: If you want to lose weight, I'm sorry, but you have to put in the work to do that. Like, you can't just expect you. Like, there's people that are like, I can get. You know, fit fast, and if I just do this, it's like no. You Put
0: magnets just, on my
1: teeth, bolt my mouth together. That'll it's, help. Yeah,
0: it's, it's the uh, uh, it's the culture. It's people want to have instantaneous yep. reward. Yeah, and this is coming from a fat guy, by the way. <laughs> you you want to have that one product that's like, oh yeah, I can just lose weight just by taking this pill or by drinking this thing or whatever. It's so tempting because it's not easy. It's it really is hard yep. to get yourself under control and get the mental fitness to do that so everyone's always going to be looking for some crazy thing but you know what what really works believe it or not is is those physical methods if you're so overweight and or obese that you're going to actually die very soon they go and put a rubber band around your stomach or they they cut part of your stomach off or sew it i mean that's what or happens bolt
1: your mouth together now apparently, apparently now <sighs> bo- that's a
0: lot less invasive than sure. going in and doing a gastronomy so you know there's people that literally gastronomy they they take the stomach out
1: where you can only eat solid foods. That is like a direct path from one end to the it other. It is, but that's why
0: you can't eat anything solid. So, I was going to say, that's I people have people that are going to die. Like
2: I get, have family. Like one side of my family has always had um, obesity issues, and so that's I've always been very careful with it because.
0: Sorry,
1: gastrectomy, not gastronomy.
2: Gastronomy. Uh, that's the study of
1: gases in space, right? Gastronomy. Gastronomy. Anyway. <laughs>
2: But um, I've always been careful because, um, you know, I just, on that side, obviously, if it's if it's genetic, which it obviously is, then, you know, I don't, that's just not how I want to end up. I'm not saying, if that's what your choice is, do that. If that's how you want to live your life, do that. Um, but for me, it's like, I always, like, I have an aunt um, and I have an aunt and a cousin on my family's side, a great aunt and cousin, that are both very very overweight and i'm not going to share their weight because that's not appropriate um but they are they are big and um i've know one of them has had at least two surgeries stomach wise um but she also like she's had issues with her knees she's had all these other things it causes a lot of it causes just so many issues and i'm not saying listen it's not easy I'm a person who's supposed to be on a diet right now, and I ate freaking, like, four Oreos today. <laughs> and I did not mean to, but they just taste so freaking As good. we were
0: walking out due to the podcast, she, go like, grabs three, and she's like, Oh, I'm going to eat. You know what she's singing? Well, I'm like, <laughs> you
1: sorry. Know what you but know, I like, noticed you didn't bring any to share either. Well, then she I would have them eaten all. more. Yeah.
2: God. So, but, like, it's not easy. But it's the same thing as, like, in golf. Like, I have students that come to me that want results, like, right there they have not swung a golf club ever and they're like I want to be Tiger Woods after this lesson
1: yeah I can't make you listen
2: I've yeah. practiced for 11 and a half years of my life and I'm still not that good so wow
1: well, well that concludes yeah. this segment that's messed up
0: it's been it's been a good segment that I think that was so yeah. fun yeah. so is. we're gonna take a short break here and uh, once we get back we're gonna do our pop culture update Chloe's gonna take the wheels there so uh, thanks for listening still love you bro we'll be right back after this message Welcome back to Still Love You, Bro. I'm Jess. And I'm Chris. And I'm Chloe. And it's time for the Pop, pop culture, culture Update. With Chloe. I almost said like the Marketplace Minute or some podcast, other podcast list. Anyway. Hi, Chloe. Hi. It's not like you already haven't been here.
2: I'm still here.
0: Yeah. It's go just ahead.
2: It's just all my yeah. pop culture things. Right. So I have a few pop culture things to go over, and then we are going to play a pop culture quiz that I made on a very popular app called Kahoot. For all you high schoolers that play that.
1: Oh, yeah. Every 11th grader apparently across the country just went yay because
0: I heard about this app. And if you'd like to play along, we're going to give out the game pin and you can join us and play along that as we go. That is
2: not how that works. Stop <laughs> trying to
0: be funny. <laughs> I'm trying to get oh, you, whatever, fine. I don't, don't
2: want to join trick the game pin. Some of the older people <sighs> that don't know what we're doing.
1: Oh man, just let me have my fun. Congratulations, you did. Yeah, okay. All right, moving on. Okay, so I'm talking about me.
2: Pop culture news. This is my segment. Yay, pop culture news. So, um, the first thing is that today Trump announced that he is starting a lawsuit against all the social media companies that pretty much wronged him.
1: He is not pop culture next. Well, yes, he is. Facebook that and is Twitter very and Instagram are. So um, mm.
2: the thing I will say was very interesting at the end of the announcement of this. He said that he named all of the CEOs like Zucker- Zuckerberg. Um, and I can't remember the other two that he listed. He listed three. And at the end, he was like, these are very nice gentlemen. Very nice. And I was like, okay, you're going to call them nice. but you're They're great. Them.
1: They're wonderful.
2: Amazing. But they so, me. But yeah, so th- that's pretty big news. I mean, that's been a big thing for the past however long since all of the election stuff happened and all that. so well,
0: You know what? Uh, I mean, he'll have his day in court. I think it's totally fine because, to be honest, censoring someone for their personal opinion, I know I don't have to tell you, I
1: think that's wrong. I really do. Unless you're on a private. Yeah, you're on a app. private
0: network, but at this point, this private network has grown into a... Public sector size market.
1: It has. And I read a book um, and I, I sent it to you, Jesse. Yeah, you I my, yeah, I saw it. I'm going to just suggest, and I'm sorry to break into pop culture. You're but, really fine. Um, this is um, one of the probably the best books I've read in a long time. Um, and I'm trying to pull up the photo that I took of it to send Jesse because, you know, Lord knows I'm old enough now that I can read a book and not remember the name of it. But it was talking about the uh, the social media gods as a um, uh, as what they are. And the book is called The Tyranny of Big Tech by Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley is a senator or he's something in Congress or a senator. And he wrote this about the fight of, of big tech and um, compares it to the railroad era. Of how a very small amount That's of people. That's a really interesting comparison. Yeah. yeah. A very few amount of people. is a cool history lesson, but a very few amount of people actually made a lot of money off the railroad area to railroad era, so that they controlled the government at the time. Right. And now big tech is the new big thing. It's and essentially they what's the happened. government. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's a really good book. If if you rent it or pick it up on Amazon, definitely read it.
0: It's an interesting concept to think about because they don't just control the government through lobbyism, but they also control it through thought. They can yep. control what is shared, what is what makes it out there, what propagates, and what doesn't.
1: This book covers exactly how. They interview, he interviewed some people, and has some quotes in there for pe- people that worked on some of the algorithms. It goes into how Facebook and some of those big media companies manipulate the data. But anyway, not not to take from Chloe, but I want to make sure that everybody reads that because that tied
2: in. Cool. I'll definitely give it a read. <laughs> I actually watched that I can't remember what it was called, but it was that big uh social media documentary that came out during like COVID. Oh yeah. I the care. social
0: dilemma, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. I so I manage social media for like a restaurant and, and sometimes even for this show. And so it's like, you know, there's things that I thought I knew because I work with social social media and I market and I do all this thing all those things and it's just interesting how much you don't know how much they do manipulate you with ads. And and the one thing that really stuck out to me was from that documentary was that they're like, they're not trying to sell things online to you. You are what they're selling yep. to brands, which was yep. like really crazy to me. I was like, oh. So just really interesting. Um, you know, I was not shocked when this, when Trump said he was doing this. I was shocked that it hadn't happened earlier. Um, but yeah, so very interesting. Um, our next topic is um, the great Annie, is it Annie? Annie Ann's, Auntie pretzel? Ann's, pretzels. thank you, Auntie Ann's pretzels will now be becoming a be becoming a drive-through.
0: Oh, what? Really? Yes. What are they gonna? They're just gonna sell pretzels? I believe so. Breakfast foods, perhaps? I don't. know.
2: I don't know. But I saw today that um, they are becoming a drive-through. I think it's because malls are closing.
1: I've never heard of this pretzel. Oh, it's what? already a shop. Okay, what? I got you. I thought
2: you never was... heard of that. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, I thought it was like a just a bag pretzel brand. <gasps> Auntie no. Ann's pretzel
2: shop oh my gosh you have no idea what that is no oh
1: <gasps> we don't oh. have any there here must not in be Auntie
2: i'm Ann's so sorry here. they're in kansas oh. but they're amazing well they are not I want a pretzel they're not just in <laughs> kansas they these are like i'm gluten-free now but pre-gluten-free these are the best buttered pretzels like i've ever had like they're so good they make little pretzel bites they do full pretzels. They do, you know, like actually. Sweet
1: pretzels. And now you don't have to get out of your car to go I've, get one. No. I think
2: I've
0: seen them in like the in Opry Mills. Their
2: their colors are the blue and yellow and white.
1: Kind. But it's not. I know what it looks through. like.
2: No, it is in malls mostly. So they have like oh. one of those middle kiosks, like when it, where they sell like pecans and stuff. So I what get what? it
1: that they're failing because nobody's going to go inside of Opry Mills Mall to get a pretzel. Well, nobody goes not into worth any getting mall. Shot over, right? So,
0: I mean, like the thing is, is I, you know, I'd like to know: Are they going to do? Like a small, teeny tiny, like crystal-sized drive through Or is it going to be a full-size building?
2: I I don't think that they're... Fe- it didn't sound like they were trying to feed people inside. It just sounded like it's like cookout. So it's
0: going to be like a... Christ- yeah, or a cookout. That's a good example. Yeah. Cookout, yeah. so Because they obviously don't need very much space they're to do so it. They're
2: so good. I wish I could still eat them. They're Maybe so good. Maybe you know, they'll
0: come to Tennessee. Hey, we've also got... um. Water burgers coming to Tennessee. Did y'all hear about that? Water burger. Water burger.
2: Water burger. Water? It's
0: You've what? never had that?
2: No, you're just saying. What? It wrong. You mean you're a saying what a burger? You're saying a yeah. water burger. I said,
0: water burger. No, you didn't. You definitely said water burger. What burger. What?
2: What? What? What a burger. There's no H. Yes, there is. Is
0: there an H? Yes. yes.
2: Oh. Because you're what? literally saying, what a burger.
0: Like, man, mm. what a burger. <laughs> So you do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what I've
1: heard of Whataburger. Yeah, I've, never I've heard the, of
2: Waterburger. I saw the no. article on
1: that. <laughs> I've never had a Whataburger. Okay. okay. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on, apparently. Yes. So
2: um, Scarlett Johansson just announced that she is pregnant with her second child. Oh, Woo-hoo, congrats. Go her. It was really weird because she was not going to any um, interviews or premieres for Black Widow, uh, the movie, which was weird. She kept zooming in and people didn't understand why until... Uh, yesterday, she revealed that she is pregnant, and she does not want to go to big movie premieres and things like that for her health. So, mm-hmm. congratulations! Also, congratulations! How'd that happen? What do you mean?
1: Oh, we're congratulating her. I'm just kidding. How'd she get pregnant,
0: <laughs> Chris? <laughs> are we really? Are we really doing this? Oh, like,
1: congratulations! She knew what happened.
0: I was really hoping. Never mind. All right, All right moving on.
2: Also, a congratulations to Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton for getting married this weekend. Didn't he
0: already divorce somebody?
2: Yes. He divorced, oh, what's her name? Miranda Lambert. Oh, wow. And they were together forever. And then The Voice started and he and Gwen just had, oh, just sparks. Just amazing. sparks. I would have never imagined that as a couple.
1: That's the spark from the difference in musical tastes that they have. It's
2: very, it's very oh, weird.
1: They're so, not always that different.
2: Hmm. But yeah, so they got married. She had a very interesting wedding dress. Um, it was didn't like have a, sequins. No, but it was like a tutu. What? And she had a giant bow on her head. What? Um, but she <laughs> and she had cow white cowgirl boots on. What? <laughs> and Blake wore jeans and a jacket.
0: Of course he did. But her uh, veil most... her
2: veil was really cute because she had embroidered um, his name and her two kids' names Aww. into the fail. So that was really cute coming well, from a person who's about to get married. That's With adorable. 632
1: blue sequins.
2: Probably. <laughs> what so, is that
1: from? That's a quote. That has to be a quote. It's this. it's a Chris quote. I just made it up. No kidding. Oh, that okay. should be a meme. Now. So that sounds like something off
0: of like the ballad of Ricky Bobby or something like that. Does. Like It's very,
1: very clearly
0: made. So
2: this next, uh, so I have two more topics and then we're going to get into our game. Um, this next one, we have to make sure that we do not have a lot of social commentary on it because we could talk about it for hours. Um Who controversy. You, you realize is, what show you're on, right? I do realize, but I also want to share this with you to get the opinions of my peers here. Um so yesterday I saw a video that I could not believe was real. Um and it was on a it was on Fox News um segment that I saw, and I've also seen it from other sources as well. Um, That the uh, WHO, or the WHO.
1: The WHO? The
2: WHO. Not the band. Oh. But the World Health Organization. Who are we? Sorry. (laughs) They um, are trying to recommend that countries make it illegal for women ages 18 to 50 to drink alcohol because they are of childbearing age. Not just pregnant women, all women.
1: Yeah, good luck with that. No, That's seriously. what I
2: said. What? But the thing that was the thing that ties this into pop culture was that I thought this when I heard it, and then the news anchor said this. She said, This sounds like something straight out of a handsmaid's tale. Yes. Which is what mm-hmm. it sounded like. And I could not believe that. Can well, you
1: imagine like all these scientists sitting around they're like, Oh, how can we how can we do something productive today? You know what? Let's make women quit drinking.
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, you have to understand the who is ran by Countries that are very different from the United States. It is ran by, you know, the Chinese-style countries where the it's it's very it's a communist-style dictatorship, or Middle Eastern countries, and and a lot of those Middle Eastern countries have very different opinions on. If women are equal Well
1: right. I hope the American Counterpart stood up And said no way Of course not Of hey, course not No because
2: the We cur- take bigger Alcohol away From our women Are <laughs> you out of
0: your mind <laughs> The current administration Is very welcoming To the who And so I doubt That
1: anything was said
2: I was about to text Jess and <laughs> With the video And say we're moving I don't care where But we're not going to Stay here If <laughs> this is the thing That won't happen
1: It won't happen but It will not who. But it's
2: just crazy That that's even a conversation
1: Well you, I guarantee we don't you have There's enough a a lot
0: of, do there's a the, lot of other countries that already have laws like that that, that is have true. different laws for women simply because they only see them as as baby factories. That still exists in the world today, but we don't ever talk about that, unfortunately.
1: What doesn't? I mean, because it, when it doesn't interfere with our lives, sometimes we don't think about it as Americans. That is sure. true. Yeah, I, but my God, this will get some <laughs> <laughs> airplane. Yeah, I, know. I, I Get so. bigger
2: alcohol anyway. away from our women. Yeah. Okay. So, the last thing that I have before we play our little trivia game is that I found the top 10 um, YouTubers of 2020. I know it's 2021, but they don't have the data yet, um, money wise.
1: Oh, uh, please so tell me can... the Japanese lady with the sex dolls on that list.
2: She's not. She's, not. She's shooting up there. She should as we be. Speak. She will be in 2021. Yeah. So, um, Jeffree Star starts up at number 10. He makes $15 million just off YouTube.
1: Wow. I don't want you to sit. My kid's in the control room listening, and he loves YouTube. Don't say. I don't. I don't know if I want him to hear this. I'll be close to his ears. He wants the, to YouTube. These a people
0: are fifteen out of billions that are trying to make it. Yeah. So.
2: Number nine is David Dobrik, who we've talked about on this show. He makes fifteen point five million.
1: Oh my God.
2: Then there's a guy named Blippi. I I don't know what he does. But he makes 17 million. Sounds like
0: a Minecraft YouTuber or It's something. definitely
2: not. He does like weird stunt things. Our vast
1: like. staff confirmed it is a Minecraft YouTuber.
2: Oh, I lied. It's a Minecraft
1: YouTuber. <laughs> you can definitely tell the generation gap. We we have a friend of ours, Grant, who is graciously helping us uh, produce and engineer the show. And we see him through a window. And every time Chloe like said one of the names and Jess and I look confused, he's like bobbing his head through the window like, yeah, I know that
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is Nastia? Estia, and they make eighteen point five million dollars. Now, here's the thing about this: it is a young girl.
1: Hmm. Wow.
0: Yeah, it, which is crazy. is that like a gamer or is she like a makeup YouTuber? Or what I don't.
2: I I don't know.
1: It don't matter if you're Grant making eighteen million dollars.
0: Grant doesn't know either. So, and hopefully. According to Grant, Mr. Beast is going to be in the top Well, we're going to so continue we'll and out. see.
2: We have Preston Arsment, who makes 19 million. I also cannot tell you what. Oh, he's a gamer. He's a gamer person. I remember okay. seeing the thing. Um, and then you have, um, I don't know how to say his name, but it's Marky Markiplier, I
0: think. Markiplier. Oh, yeah. Markiplier. I'm sorry. I'm... Markiplier. He's he's a, makes... he's a let's play guy. Yeah, he's really he popular. makes
2: 19.5 million. Rhett and Link. Ah. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah, you know that Good them.
2: Mythical Morning, what a great show. That's a,
0: Chris, you would like that show. That
2: $20 million. That is, oh my now, it's, here's it's, the question. Do they split that, or is it $20 million for a, both it's, of they them?
0: Probably, it's a business. so that is it, true. they have They have staff. They have camera crew. It's, good
2: They're Mythical really
0: Morning, cool. you at would night, like, Chris. You have,
1: it, when you're at that point where you're making that much money off of YouTube, you have a crew of professional oh, yeah. media people, and oh, yeah. I'm going to make a revelation. Once you get to the, to the last one, I'm going to make a revelation for the people listening.
2: Okay. All right. Number three, Dude Perfect with twenty three million.
0: Dude Perfect is also really I love good. Dude. They Poof do trick Perfect. shots. They're really good people. They like built in real their
2: life too. They built their brand very well. Yeah. like they sell merchandise and stuff now, and it's just it's a giant thing. I, really I like good the,
1: job. Like I just got a view of Grant and just bobbleheading through all these. Like yes, I know
0: them. Okay. You, you probably have seen some Dude Perfect thing at some point, Chris. You Maybe. just don't know.
2: It. I guarantee you have. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Mr. Beast with twenty four million.
0: He gives away money.
2: He gives away a lot of money. Yeah. But here's the good thing. I saw an interview with him. He pays all the taxes on everything he gives away. Oh, that's that's nice. good. Because that's he really says nice it's, it would suck for me to give away, like, a Tesla. And then they have to pay all the taxes on it because I gave it to them to be nice.
1: That's a big problem with people that win on, like, the prices right in those game yep. shows. Yep. Is yeah, I've that heard you that, too. You have to pay taxes.
2: Yep. Now, right. I
1: got I to know. I really wish I knew where
0: Mr. Beast got his original fortune where he could give all this stuff away.
2: I could not like, answer that it's, question. It's interesting.
0: I'm sure someone can answer, but maybe he was a lottery winner. Who knows?
1: Or maybe he just started making YouTube videos. Maybe he was a businessman. I bet
2: man. he did. All right, number one. Da, this da, is going to be shocking. Is Ryan KG? Who he is that? Is He is an eight-year-old toy reviewer. Oh. And he oh. makes $29.5 million off of YouTube.
0: Okay. So the interesting thing about YouTube right now is you when you make a video and you put it up, you have to either check this video is for uh, is for underage driving. audiences children yeah. or no most videos uploaded on YouTube are not for children and if you get caught uploading things that is not appropriate for children and you're checking it is you get in huge freaking trouble now the market right now for YouTube, is is extremely strong for young kids just opening their parents' phone and playing YouTube videos. Yeah, and this this is a person, or at least their parents. Maybe it's the kid itself who came up came up with the idea. He's taking advantage of that market, and he's doing a really good job, apparently. Right, Chloe. So, and Grant just radioed in. He says um, there was actually a lawsuit um, alleging that his parents were were. Um, making him do the videos well, but I guess because I the no kid's idea. not
1: getting that money so sure
0: well I guarantee you that I mean think about it uh, think about if your kid was talented in some way and and he was making money by sharing his talent yeah you'd have to take part of it as a parent but at the same time it's benefiting everybody so I don't
2: know oh just like Macaulay Culkin in his movies
1: yeah I, I'm, well <laughs> you know what if that's a bit if my he's a talent, kids still listening in the control room. If you want to start reviewing toys on YouTube and make twenty five million dollars a year, go ahead. <laughs> let me let me make the big revelation. What I heard there, people that are making that much money on YouTube, they're not doing it by generally selling things as a business. Do you know where that money comes from, listener? Think about this. That is from ads. Those people are paid on YouTube because they sell the insertion of ads in those video you watch. That goes back to where we talk about how social media is free, right? Facebook's free. All these things are free. How do they make their money? They're selling ads, and the fact that you're watching these ads or how how these people are making so much money that's a yeah. machine. Mm-hmm.
2: It's crazy that you could just like be up in your room and just do that, and that's how you make your living. You
0: gotta you gotta be in the right place at the right time. And you, really you also got to be good. I mean,
1: because like Jesse said earlier, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who want to be like yep. those top 10. They want to make, and the reality is most of them don't. don't yep. And you only know about the ones that do because they're all over YouTube. Right. So and you think it's a viable option. There's a lot of really good ones, but they just don't hit the algorithm right. Yep. And that's that's what it's about.
2: Okay. Are we so ready to play I, this game? I am. Game? This
1: looks complicated. We have like all of our phones out and a
2: laptop set up. So this is going to be great. Just oh, and wanna... if you'd like
0: to play long, the code is 663-9747. 663-9-747.
2: So um, just for a visual for our listeners, if you've ever played Kahoot, it is a game where you play trivia. Um, It doesn't have to be trivia, but that's how we're using it today. It's multiple choice trivia. Um, Jess has picked the name Pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is everyone added or is...
1: Yes, we are. So we've got three of us playing. Jesse and I and Grant in the control room are playing.
0: And uh, say what you were saying earlier before... We About what? adding
1: everyone. Never oh, mind. Jesse. Never mind. Yeah, his name. Okay, so
2: we're going to start. Why does well, it got
1: a countdown on the screen? What? So,
2: what Wait, is the first answer on my phone music or? video on MTV? Oh. So, what? the choices are Video Killed the Radio Star, Thriller, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and oh, Welcome no, to the I Jungle. Picked the wrong one. Oh, oh, no. Can I undo it? No. Oh, my God. This is a test question. We'll do this as a test question. Yes,
1: because I, I know the right answer, and I picked the wrong. Yes, that's... I got it right, but I got it wrong.
0: You got it right, but you got it wrong. I got it wrong
2: too. Sorry, oh, Grant's lady.
0: confused cuz he can't see the names.
2: Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Wow. I didn't think about that.
0: It's all right. I cool. will
2: read them. I will read them red, blue, yellow and green in that order. Okay? Cool. We're getting this figured out. Okay.
1: Well, I well, next I knew question. That one. Did we tell the listeners the answer?
2: Pickle. Yes. Oh, sorry. It was Video, Video killed, killed the, the Radio, radio star. star. Okay, on to the next. Who was the drummer for the Beatles?
1: Oh God! Paul McCartney,
2: that. Ringo Starr, George Harrison, or John Lennon?
1: Answer. I'm really bad. At, I got this one right now. Finally, I'm, I'm really, proud of you. I'm really bad at um it has
0: culture.
2: To, Six. <laughs> it has to be one five. of those two. Good, Ringo Starr. Two uh, of you guessed I, John. I L- got who it guessed, wrong. Who else guessed John Lennon? <laughs> I don't he know. Was I picked Grant?
0: A, Grant I picked a hand. Beatles name. That's what I picked. They're well, all Beatles
2: names. Yeah.
0: I didn't know oh. the
1: Rick guy. So. Imagine. The what? There's the right answer. What
2: did you just say?
1: What was the right answer again? Rick what? Ringo, Ringo Starr. Star. I'm not, I'm not oh a Beatles Oh my buff. goodness. Not a Beatles buff. Run a roll here, I know good music. Next
2: question, who sings the song oh, Ice come Ice on, Baby? Give me the answers. Yes. Freddie Mercury, Rob Thomas, Vanilla Ice or Bono?
0: Really? This is such an easy one.
2: Listen. <laughs>
1: Do, 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 I'm do, trying, do, do. okay? I love this.
2: Bum, bum. I had to do something that Chris would like.
1: Yeah, in in an era that Chris might know.
2: <laughs> okay. I suppose, yeah. So the next one. Good job. Dill. who is Chris, has 1,864 points. Jess has 907. And Grant has 890.
0: Wait, we had like, what? How many questions did we just do? Three. Three. Where are these numbers coming from?
2: I don't know.
1: Because <laughs> I just got 945 points for no. I have that. no
0: idea what oh, is going how on much with the time? numbers. So it's based really off of how much
2: time you take to answer. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Are you ready for the next one? Sure. Okay. The next question: What was the group Beyonce was originally a part of? Destiny's Children, In Sync, Dixie Chicks, or Destiny's Child? Oh, I'm
0: I'm guessing the wrong that one.
2: One. <laughs> Chris, you have nobody got it right.
0: I guess Dixie Chicks because that was what I recognized. Are you
2: serious? <laughs> I saw Destiny's
1: C and I just immediately clicked it because I wanted those fast points I and I messed up. I tricked you. I yeah. was in a hurry. I Yeah, whatever. Nobody
2: got points on that
1: one. Okay,
2: next. Boop, boop, boop. Who is Snoop Dogg's best friend? <laughs> you mean what? Tupac, or? Martha Stewart, Betty Crocker, or Jay-Z?
0: What? <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know about this. Ten. I'm just going to guess something hilarious.
1: Guess who got that?
2: You did. Martha Stewart. It's yep. Martha Stewart. I guess Betty
0: Crocker because that's that's just hilarious.
2: They actually just came <laughs> out with their own lighter brands for Martha yep. Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Oh my God. Light your candles and other.
1: Snoop um, Dogg. What would he say? Yeah, I misread oh. it at first and I was expecting a completely different set of <laughs> One, answers. One, two. Three, okay. the full.
2: Next question. Who sang Hello, Is It Me You're Looking For? Adele, Hello. Lee, Katy Perry, Michael Jackson, or Lionel Richie? Is it Easy. me you're looking Who for? Who put Adele? Grant.
0: <laughs> Grant's back there raising his hand. Grant. Uh, did, did, what was the correct answer?
2: It was Lionel, Lionel Richie. Yeah,
0: there you go. I, I got it right, but I'm just making sure we yes, read it for everyone out there.
2: What band sang <sighs> Smells Like Teen Spirit? Journey, U2, Nirvana, or Queen?
0: Yeah, I know this one too. Oh, God, oh, you all three oh, got good. it. Good. Thank it
2: you. was Nirvana. Nirvana. Thank you. Dill is on fire. Apparently. Dill has the highest streak of three. Good job, Chris. Good
1: job, Dill. Then she's going to ask a question about like, next some question. Famous... I'm going to call you Dill. What Dil from former here on
2: Nickelodeon out? star is also the longest running member of Saturday Night Live cast? Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Keenan Thompson, or Pete Davidson?
1: Oh, wow. Now, now um, Chris starts to lose.
2: It was Keenan Thompson. Who is that? That's is like Keenan. The, the um
0: Oh oh Keenan Peel and yeah. that guy? Yes. Okay, yes. I gotcha. I was trying Kenan to think of the Thompson. name of that show. He was a Disney Channel star.
2: No, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. That's so, what yeah. that's what network that show was on. Okay. It was Nickelodeon.
0: Gotcha. Okay. What? Keenan yeah. Peel was on Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems like it's such an adult show. Well, but it was It wasn't at no. one time. Yeah.
2: Okay. Next question. Who was Miley Cyrus's godmother? Carrie Underwood, to Reba, Taylor Swift, or Dolly Parton? You live in freaking Tennessee. You should know okay. this.
1: No. The no, answer I is Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is everybody's godmother. That is true.
0: Just like how true.
2: Tom Hanks is all of America's father. Well,
0: Grant has surpassed me in points. Oh,
2: no. Grant.
0: Yeah, he's happy back there. Hey,
2: you have a streak now. You have a streak of three.
0: Wow. Grant's a streaker.
2: Okay, next question. Who was the original voice of Shrek before Mike Myers? Robin what? Williams, Chris Farley, David Spade, or Kevin Spacey? I know this
1: one somehow. My, I know it. My, the guy from Halloween? Oh, I didn't know it. Oh, no, man. No,
2: like Mike Myers, like you Austin t- Powers. You told oh.
0: me this the other day.
2: It was Chris Farley. I was it- he wa- actually he actually recorded 90% like, of the lines, and then he passed away. Wow. And um, they decided that Mike Myers would do it. Mike Myers recorded it in his normal voice, but then came back to the producers and said, we need to do it in a Scottish accent. That'd be way better. And they re-recorded everything and reanimated everything. And that everything. set
0: up the success of cool. Shrek. Right yes, that's absolutely. What, that's great. what
2: are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> Which of these singers has had a wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl halftime show? Michael Jackson, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, or Janet Jackson? Uh, that's such a hard easy. question. It, it, I easy. feel like... This is very easy. Yeah, I don't
0: watch
1: the Super Bowl.
0: I know
2: you don't. I oh don't wow! Either, Even I, split. The I, answer is Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. And I who did it?
1: Me. That was me. I,
2: no. Who? Who uh, caused the wardrobe malfunction?
1: Uh, it was a. I don't know. Did they ever figure that out?
2: Yes. It was Justin Timberlake. Caused I mean, it? if you watch the video, she was supposed to have something. She had a shirt on. She was supposed to have something else under it that he was supposed to rip off, and it was supposed to reveal it and her boobs. She just had a full-on slip. Her whole boob popped yeah. out. It was pretty bad.
0: Tragic. Tragic. You made national I mean, news. They,
2: they were fined, like, millions of dollars for that.
0: Yeah, oops. I bet they were.
2: Okay, next question. We're doing so good. In the Matrix, what color pill does Neo take? Red, blue, yellow, or green?
0: That's pretty easy.
2: Yes, but one of you missed it. Wasn't
0: me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Grant. just watched the Matrix, like, like last Grant. month for the first time.
2: I didn't really <laughs> want to put the yellow...
0: So yeah, but I really he like.
1: Just said you just
0: watched. Yeah, it. Yeah, I watched it like last month for the first time. Yeah, <gasps> I've never ever actually seen it. Did and you
2: know that that was directed by a woman? Isn't that so cool?
0: It was a great movie. It Sorry, really I just think that's like the
2: coolest thing ever. Like I would have <laughs> never thought of that.
1: My second favorite.
0: Yeah, I, it was great. I, I haven't seen the sequels. Are they any good? I, I haven't even watched them. Okay. You can't out the first one was it really it. it was really cool, really interesting concept. Uh, and you know what's weird is I the the plot was never exposed to me. Like I never was, nothing was ever spoiled for the Matrix. That's cool. And I, and that was like, I never knew what was actually like watching it, was it on day zero. Never knew what that it was is about. really cool. I knew that there was some pale thing and there was a white room and there was the dude named Neo. And it was like, yeah, I, I don't even know.
2: Did you know that the code on the like front of it is like different cooking recipes?
0: Hmm. What?
2: Yeah. They like put code to make it the code of different cooking recipes.
0: I don't know what that. Uh, yeah, interesting. I'm not sure.
2: Next question: What was Tom Hanks' first Oscar nomination for? Castaway, Saving Private Ryan, Big, or Toy Story?
1: I just clicked the wrong one.
2: This was my favorite. I got one that of one my right. favorite Tom Hanks movies. I love this show. Big. Down I down down baby, love. down by Good the river. Yeah. I love the the um. What is it? The compass ring, so she doesn't get lost. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hanks. What a man. Okay, we now have Dill, a.k.a. Chris, at 7,486 points. Pickle, (laughs) a.k.a. Jess, at 4,445 points. And Grant at 4,324 points. Grant, thank you for putting your actual name so I don't have to confuse who is who. He tries to make my life easy. Okay, next is what American writer and director starred in several iconic European-produced spaghetti westerns? Clint Eastwood, Woody Allen, Charlie Chaplin, or Frank Sinatra?
0: That was a big mouthful. Um,
2: Spaghetti Westerns.
1: I don't even know what... I know what those two words are individually.
2: Do you know what what that means?
1: And then, yes, I know. No, I don't.
2: Well, I do. It's amazing. So they actually had to... um, If you... Watch. What was the correct answer? The, I'm Eastwood. sorry, Clint Eastwood was the correct answer. I, n- I know Thank it you. was, but we have to tell we the listeners. We have to tell the listeners. It's my bad. So, spaghetti westerns were when they would go to, I believe it was Puerto Rico or it was somewhere in that region, and that's why a lot of the actors that are the opposing, like the antagonists, are um are of that denomination, like of that. Puerto cultured? Rican. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Because they it was cheaper. The horses were smaller for them to use and they could use them longer. Um, and that's why none of their mouths match because none of them spoke English. So they'd have a voice actor voice over it and then they would just voice over what they were saying.
1: Oh, I love Clint Eastwood. And He's Grand awesome. Tur- is it Gran Turismo? Gran yes. was- Turismo. Yes. What that a is my
0: f- one of my favorite movies. He's amazing. He's fantastic. Okay.
2: How many more do you think we have time for, Chris? I'll do another one. Okay. In what 1976 thriller does Robert De Niro famously say, "You talking to me?" Meet the Fockers, Dirty Grandpa, Taxi Driver, or The Boy, The Boys Who Lie? Thank you. If any of you would have missed that, yeah, that I was a,
0: that was a lot of um, comedies and then a serious one.
2: Yes, I know. I tried <laughs> to find some. so that was I should have put Driver Casino on one of them. I was trying to think of. It's like when somebody's like, and that, "What's your favorite movie?" and you're like,
0: uh, "And then I Taxi Driver." The that was that was a completely ad lib scene. And
2: yeah, it was.
0: It was. I mean, that became one of the most iconic things. Even if you don't know where it came from, you
2: like, talking, you to, talking me? to me.
0: You talking to me It's like a common thing. You
2: talking to me.
0: Yeah. So I, I, it's a lot of those things in movies are ad lib. Like a lot of the, yeah. like I'm walking here. That was an ad lib thing. It that was, was not yeah. intended to happen. I don't know. Was the car actually supposed to hit him? No,
2: it was not. A car got confused. A taxi got confused and did not realize it was a closed set. And he drove through, and Pacino was walking across the street, and it almost hit him. Like that, yeah. that car was like legit driving, and he slammed, dropped the cigarette out of his mouth, slammed his hand on the on the freaking yeah. hood of the car. I'm walking here. I'm oh. walking
0: here. Yeah. And that so, was just, like I said, the most iconic things, I guess, cause they're natural, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. The correct
2: answer was taxi driver. Okay. The next question. What film did Steven Spielberg not accept payment for, for directing Jurassic Park, Schindler's list, ready player one or Indiana Jones?
0: I'm going to guess just here because of the nature. Yeah. Schindler's, Schindler's list. list. Yeah. That made sense.
2: What an amazing film. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Why
1: did he not want payment?
2: Um, Because he felt like it was stealing from the Jewish community. So oh. he he is Jewish. Um, obviously, that film depicts the concentration camps and, and World sure. War II and things like that. And so he did not take a single cent from that. Wow. So yeah, very good. We'll do one more question. All right. How about that? I have no idea what the next question is, so I don't know if it's going to be a good one or not. Okay, just so we know, going into the last question, Dill, who is Chris, has 9,131 points. Jess, who is Pickle, who is on an answer streak of five, (laughs) has 6,830 points, and Grant has 5,080 points. Okay, the next and final question. What Hollywood movie star plays himself in Zombieland? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Emma Stone, Bill Murray, or Woody Harrelson?
0: Easy. Is it? No, it wasn't. Oh, oh no. no. It was
2: Bill Murray. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. That. that cameo in that movie was hilarious. Yes. It was great. So, yes. Okay. So, I'm
0: guessing Grant got that right then. Because it wasn't me, or did you get it right, Chris? It
2: looks like Chris, Chris got it. it
0: right. Let so me tell you. Let me be honest with win. you.
1: I've never seen it, and that was a guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought zombie movie Arnold Schwarzenegger would fit right in. So, that so
2: was Chris or Dill, if you want to call it that, um, <laughs> one with ten thousand forty-one points. Congratulations, Chris! You have this week's honor of being pop culture savvy. King. Good job. Next
1: week, she'll pick some films and pop culture info from like the 2000s, and I'll lose.
0: Yep. That's typically how it works. That's how we've been doing it anyway. I
2: tried to include you this time. I really tried. I knew the MTV one would help you out. You
1: set me up for success, and I appreciate
2: (laughs) that. I try. I try.
1: Well, wow. well this has been a cool yeah, segment. I like
0: this app. episode. So yeah, I think I think it's uh, been a good one. So we'll be quizzing everybody now. Go to Kahoot! Oh boy! Kahoot!
2: Oh boy. It's so fun. It is. We are not sponsored in any way.
0: No, we just enjoy using it. So. Well, thanks for listening to Still Love You, Bro. My name is Jess.
1: And this is Chris. Make sure to follow us on our socials. Please like and share this content. Send us an email, chris at stillloveyabro.com.
0: Jess at stillloveyabro.com. That's J-E-S-S-E for the mm-hmm. And Chloe at stillloveyabro.com, that's C-H-L-O-E. And remember, that's bro with a Y-A. We also have a website. Uh, It's the domain that we just named. You know, don't put the at in front of it. But, you know, uh, navigate there, and uh, we have some content. If you'd like to look at it, we'll post articles and stuff, and it'll all sync with our social media eventually. That's our goal anyway. That's why
1: Chloe said she's a social media manager. That's it. That
0: is? That's what she's doing. Here I am. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode, and we will see you next time, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Have a great week.